with beer. Hey, podcast kittens! It's Kathy Cat and Lady Beard coming at you with another remarkable installment of Cat with This poor, this poor guy, he was not expecting that at all. Yes, Moment June is the name of our guest today. Are we pronouncing your name right? Yep, you're good. Okay, good. Let's kick it. Moment June is a rapper, a, 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 an artiste in the art form of rapping from South Korea, but now living in mm, Japan. There's no oh, R in, in Japan. Osaka. Nope, there's no R. Ah, Japan. No, 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 we're not going to do that. It's going to end very badly <laughs> for me. We're not going to do that. No, very no, no. badly for me. So you call yourself an immigrant rapper, is that correct? Yep. I do call myself an immigrant rapper. Yep. All right. So what is your path? Because currently you're in Japan. So where did it all start? How did we get here? Well, I came to Japan in 2010 as a as an international student. Mm-hmm. I started uh, studying at Osaka University. Ooh, that's a good and... university. Thank you. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't particularly agree, but yeah. Oh, 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 oh already. Things have already gotten oh, topical. He said yeah. it. He's gonna go I don't think it's good. Drop the mic. Oh my god. Oh. Right. <laughs> yeah, I started. I started my life as uh, an international student in Japan in 2010, and yada yada yada. Something happened, and I started rapping, and yeah, now I'm a. Uh, I, I wouldn't call myself a full-time rapper because I. I'm still a PhD student at Osaka University. What? So, yeah. I'm doing rap and academics too. Yeah. Rap and academics. Doing rapidemics. Rapidemics. What I'm talking about. Rapidemics. Actually, oh, my gosh. major is musicology, so actually, I think you can call me. Yeah. Oh, obviously. Well, like, wow, you should call oh, you. Gosh, I feel like yeah. you should look a little bit better for should... this. We have like a famous person. Really? Here, but, oh, no, I should put on a little bit. There we go. I feel like, okay. That was unexpected. <laughs> Um, Rapidemics is a great name. You should totally run with that. That's actually quite. Rapidemics. So so you're 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 uh, a somewhat professional rapper and you're a PhD (laughs) student academic. That is amazing. And you've released two books, if this is correct. I hope I'm saying this right. Nihon Imi Niki and Sandai Heiki Tobo Yume. That's two books. Yep. You already released this. One is a book, and the other one is uh, just a uh, let's say. A long form of novel that was uh, published on one of the literature magazines. So it's not my my book, but it was published. Ah, yeah. so you have like. But the other one is a collection. Yeah, but the other one is a collection of my essays written in Japanese. Yep. All right. Japan immigration skills, diary. Nah, not at all. Got, uh, what, Japan what? immigration diary. That's the title oh, of the book. So, yeah. um, what made you start rapping? What made me start rapping? Well, uh, I don't know. Like I, I've been an a avid uh, hip hop fan since ever since I was ten, mm-hmm. I think. And as far as I can remember, like I've been rapping always in whatever language it was, oh, and really? whatever whatever environment that I was in, I was always rapping in some form or, or another. So, and yes. but yeah, but I wasn't like particularly how do I say when I was a teenager, I wasn't. I wasn't brave enough to actually pursue that dream as a rapper, as a musician. Mm. So 
I just found myself just like drifting away and found myself in Japan. And yeah, and after ever since I came here, just as I was doing before, you know, I, I was just like, you know, communicating what I felt, what I experienced in Japan in the form of music. And s- somehow, yeah, somehow it got, you know, attraction from Japanese audience. And mm-hmm. yeah, I, now I have a career. Yeah, that's all. You said right. you rap in whichever languages. In how many languages can you rap? Because rapping in itself is very difficult. I am yeah. I am German, and therefore I am the opposite of rapping. I cannot rap at all. <laughs> but <laughs> in how many languages can you rap? I think I can only rap in one language, and that is rap. Oh, yeah. yeah because oh, no, 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 hear me out. Again. Yeah, hey. Mike, hey. again. Yeah. Hear me out because. English is not my native tongue, hmm. obviously. So, I sometimes I drop lines in English, but I never feel confident about it. And Zero. Japanese is my third language, so I, I will never feel confident about it either. But uh-huh. so people ask me, so you must be very you know comfortable with your Korean lyrics, right? But that's not exactly true because you know uh, it's it's a uh, so like Japanese language, as you know, is a is not. It, it doesn't have a tradition when it comes to Japanese poems. It doesn't have a tradition of making rhymes, right? It's like haiku or tanka. Right. They don't have the tradition. Yeah, mm. but like, let's say Chinese, old Chinese poems or like uh, Indo-European languages, mm. they all have, uh, you know, having rhymes in their mm. poems. That's just a tradition. Mm. But Japanese language, I don't know why it is, but maybe it's just, you know, linguistic-wise, grammar-wise, they just don't have that. And... Many people don't know about this, but Korean language is actually very, very close to Japanese. Like uh, almost mm-hmm. 98, 99% of the grammar is same. So if you think about it, naturally, Japanese language, when you talk, when you just use Japanese language, you don't get to have a lot of rhymes, except for because the end of the sentence is, well, you don't have a lot of options, right? Mm, so in order to, point. yeah. Yeah, so many Japanese rappers, when they started to import the, this hip hop culture from US, they had to think about like, wait, but like they got this cool thing called rhyme, but like in in Japanese culture, in Japanese tradition, we don't have that thing. So what do we do? We change, we change the word orders, like Yoda. <laughs> Like Yoda? Uh, like Yoda. Yeah, like Yoda. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I get yeah, exactly. I was thinking to myself, Yota. Is that a Japanese word I don't know? Yota. You mean Yoda. Yeah. Yoda. Yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, Star Wars Yoda. Grammar to match so yeah. it can rhyme. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, usually, in Japanese, usually in Japanese language, the noun never comes in the last. Right? But by changing your word orders, you get to create rhymes. Oh. So it is not... So from my perspective, Japanese rap, Japanese rap lyrics are very far from how we use Japanese, how people use Japanese day-to-day life. Same in Korean. So I started I started rapping in Korean, but then Korean artists or Korean rappers, they 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 had the same problem. Like how, how are you gonna tr- create rhymes? Like by changing word orders. But then by doing that, it, it, it becomes something different than just how do I say it? Just regular Korean poem or regular Japanese poem. So I consider rap as its own language, at least to me, because it is not natural. It is not natural to have rhymes in Japanese or in Korean. So yeah, I 
I rap and only rap. Yeah. I can see how this man is an academic. Hey, yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, you can feel was, the academic part was, of it that was coming the, through. The, the, um, the, the, the clearest and the most articulate I have ever heard rap explained in my life. That was incredible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Normally it says, no, nah, man, off the streets. Oh, straight language of the streets. And that's all you get. <laughs> now, um, some of our listeners right now will probably hear of you for the first time. So mm-hmm. could you maybe give us like a a good example how you would rap? If that I'm no, I'm putting you on the spot here right now. This is I know this is how terrible, I would but... rap. Bust out. Should yeah, just some. can you, can you drop, some? Some drop a verse? Here? Drop a verse, <laughs> baby. Let's bars. go. Here drop we go. Drop some bars. Ah. Okay. All right, but it's in Japanese. So. No That's worries. Right. Let's go. Bring Let's go. Here we go. Nippon wa ima boryoku no kisetsu. でも誰かにとっては遠くの前からそうだったって言ったら君は驚いて気絶。放火された家、飛んでくる卵、人間だから揚げる姫。なのにこう言われたらどう自己責任、そう。自己責任、不条理と防ぎの代わりに回せ。
I'm kind of worried about you now. Do we need to call someone? Are you, are you all right? No, 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 no. Japan, maybe Japan, maybe think about those things. Uh, right. Overall, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you picked rapping back up in Japan. The passion was always there. You dropped it for a while, and Japan made you pick it back up. What yep. was your moment? What was your, you know what, I'm going to rap about this. And sometimes we feel so strongly about something that we need an outlet. So was mm-hmm. there some certain situation or moment that made you think, you know what, I've had it. I'm going to rap about this. Uh, well, my my entry point to Japan was a university. So life in university played a big part. And back then, I felt like because I was, you know, fresh off the boat and like I was feeling, you know, like all jittery and I needed I needed some kind of like uh, validation from people, especially from from the people I met at the university. One of the most I don't know, like popular songs that I put out back then was this song called I Love I Love Handai. Handai is uh, how you call Osaka University in Japanese. Uh, okay. So oh, right. it is about it is about just like, you know, like uh, the common experience that every Osaka University students go through. And it was a big hit, I should say. Yeah, cool. <laughs> and I love the feeling of validation back then. But it was back then like and recently or let's say starting from like four or five years ago many things have changed but now i don't live only inside i don't live only inside the university like i my life in japan has i don't know like it's spread across many boundaries many little societies and stuff like that so i don't particularly need that validation but Mm. i just need to exist as a human and i need to talk about myself and i wanted to be you know, understood. So, yeah. And sometimes it's not, well, my songs, you know, they don't lead to, like, validation. Sometimes it leads to confrontation, but that's what I do. Yeah. Mm, um, from validation to confrontation. It's already rhyming. It's already a rhyme. Yeah. Oh, wow. I'm going to use that. I'm going to um, use that. Validation to confrontation. And you've been in Osaka <laughs> University ever since you got to Japan then, yeah? Yeah, exactly. Did so you arrive here? Years now? Because 2010 was when you came, right? Did I? Yeah, I'll, I started as an undergrad, uh, undergraduate. So yeah, you've been students. at the university for about 12, 12 years, years now? Yeah, minus two years of military service in Korea. So oh, I had to do military service. Oh, you 10 had years, to yeah. do military service. Awesome. That's a mandatory, so, right? So you're a Taekwondo yeah. black belt, yeah? Ah, no, I never <laughs> got there. Just one belt below the black belt. Oh, okay, okay, you're red, sweet. <laughs> um, uh, now, did you arrive in Japan already able to speak Japanese? Uh, yeah, fairly, because my high school was, a li- it was a little bit special. It was called Foreign Language High School. Oh, so okay. their main goal was to educate this uh, foreign language. Cool. But I just say, like, back then, not, not a lot of people <laughs> gave a crap about the, the language that they majored in. Except really? for Chinese, because everybody knew that that's going to be lucrative. Yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> Really? Languages, yeah, not, yeah. They didn't give, they didn't care about it. <laughs> really? Wow. Hang on. Yeah. This is your high school in Korea, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool. You, no, I care which just, language you majored in. Just curious because you 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 came here to the university, then you had to go home for two years and do military service, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you came back. How has that influenced your rapping or your career? My rapping. Well, uh, well, it. Well, first of all, it affected me a lot just as a human being mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like isolation and you know i had a lot of like uh, very tough experiences like physically and mentally at, at the army but the hardest part was coming back to japan and now nobody that used to hang around uh, used to hang with me 
nobody understands what I actually went through because they don't have they don't have the reference points mm, because Japan doesn't have it, right? Yeah, there's no mandatory yeah. military here in Japan. Yeah. So after that, I felt like my raps slowly started to change. That it is impossible to get the validation, you know, by repeating what I used to do, you know, before I went mm. to mm. military. So yeah, and also. Just in terms of like my Japanese language skill, I felt like before I went to the military, I actually spoke quite well. <laughs> But two years of not using Japanese, uh, actually, yeah, it, it got crap. It got really crap, and <laughs> yeah, it affected me a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's better than mine. Sure, your Japanese on its worst day is better than mine on my best day by a lot. But that's because margin. I'm a Korean speaker. Yeah, like I said, it's very close. It's very close. Very like to close. certain to certain point, it's almost like. You just change the words one, you know, one to one. Just very easy <laughs> to yeah. Koreans, at least. Yeah. I see. I see. Um, Can I ask who inspired you? Where who were your rapper idols? Yeah. Who were my rapper idols? Well, so I was always this kind of like a renegade kid. So back when I was like, uh, it, back when I was in Korea, like everybody else in the class, like they started to listen to rap and they. The, they 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 listen to Eminem a lot, but I was like, of course, easily accessible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I intentionally avoid whatever the majority of people like. Uh, so I was like searching for some alternative like underground rap. Hipster. Yep, cool, cool. Who'd <laughs> yeah. you find? Talk to us. Jay Z. Jay Z. Okay. Yeah. So Jay Z has been my rap idol for a very long time. And Kanye West, and recently for. Past decade, I think Kendrick Lamar. I oh think. right, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't hear any Japanese rapper names in there. Yeah, why is that yeah. so? Because well, well, when you actually get in this industry, like if you ask me the same question eight years ago, I might have answered uh, some Japanese rappers' names. But you know, like when you get into the industry, you get to see, you know, them as you know. People, people as you know hmm. persons so like yeah i get i get disappointed a lot by actually interacting with them hmm. and stuff like that and mostly because i cannot just worship them because now hmm. i'm their competitor yeah ah. yeah can i ask oh. how you're disappointed you're disappointed with their personalities or backstage their dicks to you or how are you uh, not at all they're they're always very kind it's just I felt like, I mean, I still believe in that, but I always said that hip hop will change Japan, and the reason why I could say that is because of the Japanese rapper that I looked up to. But when I actually talked to them, or when I actually got a chance to interact with them, sometimes it made me feel like that was just a facade. That their their zeal to actually change Japan was maybe it wasn't you know it wasn't there. So. Unfortunately, yeah. But you can say the same thing about me. Like, I'm quite sure that many of my fans who actually meet me in person will be like, "Like, you're different from from what I expected." Like, I was like, "I'm I'm a person too." So, yeah. Right. I mean, have it, you ever been a rap fan? Um, I mean, I'm like I said, <laughs> Germany's. We don't really have a rap culture. <laughs> you have a big rap Now scene we, in Germany. Uh, I don't know. Now apparently we do have one, but yeah, we actually. I'm not sure if that's it, that the the term immigrant rapper might also work. I think the better rappers are actually not the Germans. I'm so sorry, my German companions. Maybe there's some cooler rappers in Germany out there right now. <laughs> but when I was listening, when I was still le- living in Germany, our rap was very much in the infant shoes. It was kind of cute rap. Um, <laughs> 
now there seems to be some serious rap, people talking about the streets and, and the German, you know, mm. the darker areas of Germany. Now, darker areas, I'm not quite sure. You, you're coming, though, from an elite standpoint, right? You're coming from a university-educated rapping standpoint. So... <laughs> <laughs> That might be some of the criticism you're getting. What kind of criticism yeah, do you Yeah, just receive? quickly, not not the common direction from which a rapper would emerge. Yeah, yeah, I would I would agree to that. But mm-hmm. at the same time, because I don't live my uh, my life in Japan is not quote unquote elite. I I can tell you that because you know many of my former friends, we you know my uh, classmates back at the you know undergraduate days. Yeah, they they chose that life of living a comfortable life in Japan. But because of my life choices, I never walked that path. And I could tell you that in order to support myself just to stay in Japan, I did a whole lot of stuff. (laughs) I went through a whole lot of stuff. So, yeah, I'm not from the streets. I I will never say that. But I can also tell you that my life experience in Japan is not in the bubble of university. Not at all, especially if after I came back from the military service. Mm. Not at all. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the military service sounds really rough. I mean, we used to have mandatory military service in Germany. They stopped doing that a couple mm. of years back. Mm. Um, and guys just of a certain age would have to go. Mm. And uh, it's still very, very much enforced in, in, in South Korea, right? So you have yeah. to have to go. Can you tell yeah. us a bit about your army experience? Did you hate it or did you love it or how was it? Ah, well, it was, it was an experience. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was an experience. Well, uh, physically, it was very challenging. Of course. More than that, mentally, it was very challenging. And because South Korea is still, I mean, technically, it's still in the war, right? Oh, the of war course never, it is. You're right. The, uh, That's why. The Korean War never it's ended. Still so, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. The tension is still there. Mm-hmm. And the time there is, you know, clash like very small size of like clash between north and south so i cannot say that you know south korean army is devoid of devoid of uh, real violence because it is there but more than that it's just isolation from the society it's a you know mm-hmm. it's a very big thing and because of that we get to see a lot of like dark sides of human beings mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah as in, in I, your fellow guys who are in the army with you Exactly. Oh, really? Yeah. Just yeah. from isolation, you're not allowed to have contact with the outside world. Uh, nowadays, I I heard that it changed a lot. Now nowadays, they are allowed to carry smartphones and stuff like that. Right. But, but you weren't allowed to, to carry a cell phone. Back then, yeah. <laughs> back then, I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. But right. more than that, it's just like you know, the, yeah, the feeling of like wearing uniforms and you know, how do I say this? Like, like. Just just to live close by the, the weapons. Mm. Yeah. Follow like orders, you, you, discipline. Yeah, follow orders. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. It isolates you, even though you have you have means to communicate with the outside world. Wow, okay. Um so that has changed your rapping direction. It's I guess mm. in a way, even in a negative way, but it still has enriched you, right? Even though it was a probably very uncomfortable experience. What I've heard from the German military is also not really comfortable, <laughs> but I think your sounds a bit stricter. I'm I'm so sorry. This might go a little bit off topic or or not, maybe staying with the military and you guys still being in in, in war. Coming from a Germany that was split. Mm-hmm. Of course. Coming from a Germany that was split and now is one Germany, mm-hmm. how how has that going to the military 
being originally from South Korea, now living、mm. in Japan, how has that living in a country that is split into two? How has that influenced you or、mm. shaped you? It's very, it's very complex because, well, you can say that the the division of North and South in、uh, Korea. Japan is also partially responsible because the only reason why Korea, North Korea and South Korea got divided is because they got occupied by Soviet Union and America, right? And the reason why they got occupied is because Korea was a Japanese colony, right? <laughs> Just like you know, Soviet Union and the Allied forces occupied Germany. So, well, and originally my grand grandfather he's from North Korea, yeah. So my family, I mean. It's every every South Korean family has one or two family members that are originally from you know North Korea because it used to be a one country. So、mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It was very surreal because like across across the line, you know that there are a group of people who share your ancestry, share your culture, and stuff like that. But then, yeah, you are technically in war. And we know when you cannot you cannot trust them just because they cannot trust you, so it is heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. And at the same time, I'm sorry. Please continue. I'm sorry. But at the same time, like it kind of made me feel like it helped me to understand a lot of pains that、uh, people from other parts of the world share. Like you know, just like you know, Germans. I'm quite sure that. Just, just you know, just like you asked me right now, you you get to you get to understand or empathize with my experience because your mother country went to same thing, right?、Mm. Just like that, like you know, when I talk to Vietnamese people because their country was also divided, you know, I get to I get to share the experience. When I talk to、um, you know fr- people from India, I get to you know because the partition of Pakistan and India was such a big horrifying experience for them. I can also empathize. You know, I can also share my experience with them, stuff like that. So, I think it made me a more understanding person when it comes to understanding other people's pain. Yeah, and that influences your rapping career, I'm sure. So, <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it's like. It's interesting. You're like a very educated rapper, but it's also you do go into depth. You ask people those painful questions as well. You're not shying away from that. Yeah, I'm gonna say you are the. Best spoken and best educated rapper I've ever interacted with in my life. How are we doing for time on this podcast episode? How many minutes remain? How many minutes we got? Five. Five okay, minutes.、Cool. Okay. Um, albums,、uh, podcasts, <laughs> or any kind of things you got out there on the market, Spotify, whatever. What what is what is your main medium right now? Where are where is your audience? My audience is、uh, well, mainly obviously it's on Spotify, it's on Apple Music. Yeah, you can you can listen to my music searching the name Moment June. Yeah, and I got my album out like two years ago called Passport and Garçon. <laughs> yeah, please listen to it. <laughs> please heavy heavy rotated, please for me. <laughs> yeah, let me ask you. You play、okay. shows all over Japan, yeah? Like you tour around Japan. Sorry, what was that? You play shows all over Japan, yeah? Like you tour around Japan? Ah,、uh, yeah, Hokkaido, Kyushu,、uh, Tokyo, Osaka, yeah. yeah. So, so Osaka, Kansai in general, being the、uh, unique bit of Japan that it is,、mm-hmm. the unique、mm-hmm. bit within a unique country. How do you、yeah. do? You see a difference in、um, the feeling of the fans and the other rappers and so forth when you go when you go outside Osaka and outside Kansai? Yeah, definitely, because I feel like Osaka is. How do I say this? 
it's like a different world yeah, cut off from the rest of Japan. Yeah. There's a kan- Kansai area. Big yeah, Kansai. Yeah, people are more straightforward. Like many people ask me, I mean, I'm quite sure that you got to ask this question tons of times too. Like, hey, like what was the culture shock you experienced when you mm. came to Japan the first time? But from my point of view, Osaka people are not that different from mm. Japanese, uh, Korean people. Uh-huh. Not at all. Straightforward, mm-hmm. uh, you know, easy to hang around with, you know, like very expressive and stuff like that. But when I first time I went to Tokyo, mm. I felt culture shock. Oh. Like this is different from Osaka. <laughs> yeah. It's very yeah. different. Yeah. Um, yeah, for, for listeners who don't know what this is, Kansai is the bit of Japan kind of right in the middle of the country, and it's sort of like its own little thing there. It's kind of, it's sort of similar to New Orleans in that, like, Osaka was this party town traditionally, where uh, it was like, you know, it was the, the bit of the country everyone went to for the partying and whatnot. So people in the Kansai region uh, behave very differently from people in the rest of the country. They tend to be more hilarious, more well, chilled out, more social, and... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're they're fun living they're fun living characters down there. It's a great time. Yeah, yeah. that is very interesting. Um, should we wrap this bad boy up and continue this in the next episode? Yes. Yeah, so, moment, June, please uh, plug all your stuff. Where can we find you? What's your homepage? Your social media? Tell us. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, moment, June, please, <laughs> and listen to my album Passport and Garson on Apple Music, Spotify, or whatever platform you can you know, get your hand on. Excellent. Awesome, fantastic. Ladybeard? Hey, 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 go to the internet. Put in Ladybeard underscore Japan and also my group Babybeard underscore Japan. Plus, pre- plus, I keep saying plus. <laughs> Press like, click, follow, all those things. Cat the Cat. And Cat the Cat is Cat the Cat under bar TV. You find me on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and a lot of different YouTube channels. I kind of got my, my hand in a lot of pies and of the YouTube pies. And I'm also on NHK World with a program called Japan Railway Journal. So if you have time, it'd be great. But most of all, please follow, watch this video to the end if mm-hmm. you're on the YouTubes. Thank you for coming all the way here. Thank you for yes. ranking our podcast the highest star. You yes. are stars. Leave us a comment, a like, and all the wonderful things. And if you have some extra time, you can also send us an email at nippon at joqr.net. Thank you, friends and pets, for tuning in we'll see you we'll have a moment june back again on our next episode for tune in for more of that she is kathy gat i am lady beard here's moment june thank you for watching cat we